Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Because family stuff, that's a good one. Another mod, yes, exactly. Do that. Uh, I don't know, we'll figure out when. I don't know if it's going to be this weekend. Uh, maybe, I'll let you know. Yo, what's going on, Jade? Uh, smoking hot. Thank you. I can't do my hair today. It's getting a little long. I need a lot to do. I'm going, but... Eric in here. Who are you going to call exactly? I'm talking about that, man, I tell you what. Now, fill the void, fill the void. Ah, let's see. The plumber shot. <laughs> you guys know plumber Ah, oh, yeah, Miss Stewart's here. How you doing? Long time no see. Scotty Cook. Yeah, it's been a bit, huh? It's been a bit. Oh, it's definitely been a bit. But uh, thank you guys for joining as per usual. And uh, we hope you're having a good day and all that stuff. So let's have some fun right now. Let's talk about some movies after this Tuesday. I mean, you know, it's always funny because Mondays are always kind of insane when it comes to all the like topics that are like happening when it comes to the movies and stuff. So, but, uh, and then of course, when it comes to Tuesday, it's like, huh, anything, a lot of things happen to you? Little things, little things we already kind of knew, other things that are rumors, and then all of a sudden I see some toys that I'm going, oh my God, that's right, Ghostbusters Afterlife toys. Yeah, we'll be talking about those because, uh, you know, you know me, diehard Ghostbusters fan, and I have a crate. My mom in her garage still has a crate of Ghostbusters toys somewhere in there, so yeah, so so when I saw the new uh, the figurines that were going to be coming out, definitely going to be uh, collecting those. Must have them all, like Thanos. So we'll be talking about that, showing some of those images, and then of course we'll be uh, talking about, we kind of briefly talked about it last night because they were slowly rolling and the premiere was happening pretty much during the show last night, so... We're going to be seeing, you know, some of the cast members getting uh, asked about the air cut, which is pretty interesting to see. And then we're going to talk about Ben Affleck suiting up as Batman. And then the new, and I'm sticking with the, uh, the Flash movie. We're going to talk about that rumor that just came about today about the villain of the Flash movie. So there you go. There you go. What's going on? We've got Mama Film Junkie. She's here. Yay. 
got Tim. We got James James. What is up? We got Mr. JD McRae. What's going on? Hey, we got Comic Book Craig. What's going on, Craig? And then, of course, you members will be doing a uh, members only stream, post show stream that is Tuesday. So, as per usual, we'll be having a, a stream right there. So, sorry, Jose can't, uh, he can't participate. He's lame. I don't know. Apparently, he thinks, thinks it's cooler to hang out with family. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sad. I thought we were all family, but whatever. It's okay. You know, go Giants. Go Giants. That was a tough one. Man, I thought they were going to lose last night to the Diamondbacks. Oof. Diamondbacks. I thought they were going to lose to the Diamondbacks. That scared me a little bit because they had a 7-1 to lead, and then all of a sudden, two two run home runs had happened and it was a little, got a little scary, but the giants being the giants still pulled it off and won the game last night. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. You know what? I'm going to make uh here. I'm going to make uh there you go. <clears throat> anyway, so we're going to do that. We'll do this. We'll talk about all that stuff and uh, hopefully you guys had a good day today. And uh, go Dodgers, yes, whatever, whatever. They didn't play last night, I know that. They're playing the Astros, uh, that's gonna be a little rough. That's gonna be a little rough, so you know. But the Giants were able to uh win that series at least, so, anyways. Um, yeah, so what's going on, Mr. Brian Scully? How you doing? How you doing? The Suicide Squad is at 96%, yeah, not too shabby, yeah. I'll be seeing it this week, of course, so. I didn't get an early access to it, but yeah, it's whatever. I didn't try. I should have tried harder for it to see Suicide Squad a little early. But uh, for some reason, I just didn't fully, I didn't, you know, I don't know. Just things have been busy and stuff like that. I just kept forgetting to send some emails, which I'm telling you what, sometimes I feel like I need, it feels like if I tell you, sometimes I feel like I need to be, uh, like I have to have like somebody just to constantly remind me of shit, like, you know, an assistant per se, I guess, but just, you know, more remind me of, hey, do this, do that, because I just forget to send emails and all that stuff. So, ah, uh, we got Jedi Milf here. She needs some Leto. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be in, uh, he's going to be in that Gucci movie, which he's really going for that Academy Award for sure. So, uh, Brian, you already saw it. Highly enjoyable. I feel sorry for those bashing it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going in I, as I always go in. I mean, obviously there's expectations and from what I gathered from all the trailers and clips and stuff like that, I'm just kind of going in going, I've turned my brain off, see what this is all about. See if there's going to be some surprises. Let's see some just crazy R rated fun. Harley Quinn. We got Margot Robbie and you know, some other returning players, but I, at the same time, I'm just kind of going, ah, just want to get a uh, entertain and hopefully enjoy, hopefully enjoy myself. But I will critique it if I, cause I have a feeling that not the humor, the humor is not going to, you know, fully hit with me. I think 100% because just looking at the trailers and some of the clips, I kind of went, okay, I don't know about that, but the visuals look stunning and it looks like the action is going to be crazy. So, and you know, as long as I see Margot Robbie kicking ass as Harley Quinn, that's all I really really need so and uh you know and hopefully after that we can get that really uh grace capped all over oh yeah you know what i, I actually saw that one thing about grace uh it's interesting is the way and and, I, and she's actually showed something you know and I, I don't mean i'm not like trying to call her out or anything like that i'm just kind of she's kind of when she's critiqued stuff 
there's just something I kind of realized when it comes to some, some of these things right here. Grace! Is the fact that, like, when she gave Birds of Prey, she didn't really like Birds of Prey that much, you know? She kind of gave it, but she still gave it a positive, like, rating because she wanted to support a female director. And I went, okay, I get where you're going at, but that's not what this is all about. But I think a lot of critics do that. I think that's what happens is you want to be on the right side of history and stuff like that. They kind of want to, they don't want to get mobbed by people. That's, that's the bad thing. That's one of the things that's plaguing film critique right now is people are too worried about getting attacked or shit on, which it's, it's a very real thing. It's like, it sucks that that is a thing that people are worried about it. but at the same time it's just like no nah, man just have your integrity say what you feel give a proper rating don't just go uh I, you know i didn't really like it but i'm still gonna give it positive because of this and it's just it's not a good way to do it and apparently i don't know when it came to the suicide squad i think there was even you know with her review i don't know if she necessarily like liked it too much but i don't know who knows but yeah it's just interesting but I think a lot of critics actually do that nowadays and I don't, that's really bad. That's bad. Don't, don't give a, don't give a positive rating to a movie you didn't really enjoy just because you're afraid of the backlash or whatever. That's just, that's what's really bad about what's happening nowadays. And it just seems like sometimes people just can't, they don't want to give their actual reviews or their ratings and stuff like that anymore. It's just fucking sucks guys. Hopefully, uh, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, of course, that doesn't really, I, I doesn't really help too much because I don't know. Everybody uh, focuses on that damn freaking rating, that tomato or rotten, whatever the hell. That's what I don't like about that either. But anyways, guys. All right, so let's uh, let's do the thing that I always like to uh, start off the show. Let's go to the tweets. All right, go to them tweets right here. All right, see what's happening in the Twitter world today. Okay, and uh, okay, so celebrity couples, and I, I know I typoed in my tweet right here, which happens, of course. Um, celebrity couples, we don't need to know that you don't wash your kids every day, okay? First, first it was Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, now Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard are now admitting, you know, waits for the kids to stink before bathing them. It's like, just stuff we don't really need to know. We don't really need to know. Now, I'm not one of those like uh, people who needs to like shower twice a day and I'm like scrubbing every little thing because I do believe that sometimes I think we go a little overboard when it comes to scrubbing, scrubbing some of those essential oils that are on your skin a little too much and you know your skin gets dry and stuff. It's like, yeah, so I kind of try to get the better kind of soap first off and then it's like mainly focus on the, you know, the certain zones that are, are going to stink, okay? Maybe not so much you know, a little bit, you know, but I'm just saying, I actually started getting like better soap. That's for a man's skin. Um, and hopefully it doesn't have, you know, looking at it, kind of researching, you just want to get something that's not going to like totally just rid your skin of the stuff that it needs to fight off things. But, uh, you know, it's just, but it, at the same time, celebrity couples, please just, you don't need to know about yeah, that. The fact that you don't bathe your kids every day or something like that. And then, you know, uh, maybe, eh, when it comes to kids bathing every day, it's like, well, at least just get the target areas that, yeah, like I said, I think everybody, even if it's like one of the, uh, what do they call it? Like, you know, when you just do, um, 
you know, I, there's been times where I've done that too, where it's like, you just want to do it like a qu quick little rinse, hot rag, a little soap, get the, get the bits, get the crotch, get the butt. That's uh, what you do. Okay. I think uh, George Carlin said it best. <laughs> he said, he said, you gotta, you gotta wash, you gotta clean the four major zones when it comes to smelling bad. And that's of course the armpits, crotch, asshole, and teeth and he goes you'll save a lot of time by using the same brush for all four zones funny joke of course but it's true like those are the erogenous zones but at the same time it's like come on uh so i'm just saying yeah you know like i'm not one of those it's like need to scrub every day yeah but at least attack like the areas there and especially during summertime kids running around outside hopefully if they're getting dirty it's like hey at least you know do that but yeah so anyways, guys, anyways, <laughs> uh, and then, um, Dwayne Johnson won't be, uh, returning for fast 10 or fast 11, which I think we all knew that was going to be the case, you know, but there's apparently going to be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel that's still in the works, which is like, okay, cool. And according to, um, Haram Garcia, I said, we're trying to figure out what that sequel is going to be. And we have some very big ideas. How big are these ideas going to be? I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know how bigger you can get for, you know, having a superhuman kind of soldier, a taskmaster, if you will, because that's pretty much what uh, Idris Elba was playing. He was playing like a taskmaster kind of type of character. I don't know what else they're going to do because then you got the other part of the franchise and you got to kind of see what they're doing over there because even though Dwayne Johnson's not going to be part of the fast, which is weird, Another, that's just another thing that's going to be weird, okay? Because I think we're allowed to talk about spoilers for Fast 9 now, right? It's been out there. You can actually get it on demand now. So just let you guys know, I'm going to talk about a little bit of a spoiler, the, the mid credit scene or whatever. We see Han show up where Shaw is, okay? So how are you going to, what are you going to do about that when it comes to that? Because... That's one half of Hobbs and Shaw right there. So it sucks that now we're going to have another character. We're going to have another character in Fast 10 and Fast 11 that we're going to be like, hey, where's this character? I mean, I'm, I, it sounds to me like they're just going to bring back Paul Walker's character, but I'm kind of going, okay, but where's Hobbs? Because it seemed like he was essential for at least three movies. Now he's not going to be anywhere around, and we got Shaw here. Where's Hobbs? Now you're going to have to explain where Hobbs is. All because, you know, we have two actors who have bald heads and egos that don't like to work with each other. Yeah, that's about it. But, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of it just seems kind of weird. Like now we're going to get we're going to have to explain why Hobbs is not going to be part of that. Yeah, I know. Idris Elba is Taskmaster, right? And put that in your head. But uh, yeah, it just seems a little strange. And I'm just kind of going, ugh. I just want to, I'm, I'm over the franchise. I've not really, I didn't enjoy really Fast 9. I mean, it was fine. Fast 8, I didn't really enjoy at all. Uh, and then I'm probably not going to enjoy the other two, but I'll still watch them because I just want to see how the damn thing ends. But it's just at the same time, it's like, man, the franchise just needs to go. Just needs to go, I tell you. But uh, hey, uh, I... I, how much you want to bet, though, that a Hobbs and Shaw sequel actually doesn't happen? I just have a feeling that it's actually not going to happen. And to be honest, does Dwayne Johnson really need it? Nah. I don't think they need to have a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, to be honest. To I, I think that would just be, I don't know. The first one was fine. Have it like a one-off, spin-off kind of thing. And that's all we needed. I don't think we need another Hobbs and Shaw, to be honest. So, 
All right, we got that. Hey, we got some featured art right here from uh, Parita Sethi. Sethi, you can that you could purchase. This is pretty awesome right here. It is some Zack Snyder's Justice League art right there. I love how he has Apocalypse right in the background there. So I always like to uh, show off the art. And then this picture right here is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's funny, especially when you have Michael Keaton's Batman looking like he's annoyed. And then, uh, yeah, so, I mean, hey, hopefully this was a possibility, right? Obviously talking about yesterday when we heard that one guy talk about how how Henry Cavill was on set, Superman on set, and uh, he worked with Batman as well. I mean, obviously not Ben Affleck's Batman unless it was a stunt performer, probably most likely Keaton Batman, but it's just kind of funny. Whoever made this picture did a good job, did a good job, and I thought that was hilarious, so hopefully... And then, hey, look at these guys right here. We got actor and director right here. Because, of course, yesterday we found out that Cholo uh, Mariduena is going to be the new Blue Beetle. And I'm totally blanking on the director's name right now. Just totally blanking. So I apologize for that. But they were both at the Suicide Squad premiere yesterday. Um you know, showing off the fashion. My God, that's a lot of fashion they got there. I mean, geez, a lot of stuff going on in them pants there, Jolo. That's for sure. What's going on, Jesse? How you doing? What is going on? Um, so, yeah, they were at the premiere and uh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's confirmed that he's definitely going to be Blue Beetle. Some more art right here. Zack Snyder's Nightmare League. Pretty cool. Gotta love that. Absolutely. And then check this out, guys. This is uh this is freaky. We got some Russian um we got the Russian Scarlett Johansson and Margot Robbie. My God. Check this out. Bring the action. When he was in what the, the hell? Gonna... Look at that. I mean, what? That's, that's insane. Well, they say there's doppelgangers. You have at least what five or six people that look like you in the world? Well, there they are. My Lord. Yeah. So interesting. We'll talk about that. I thought this was funny because, you know, Twitter fleets is now no longer around, which they got rid of, which, yeah, I can totally tell why they did. But then it's just like, <laughs> this looks ridiculous. You know, the back cow definitely does not look good without the ears. You need some kind of ears, even though uh, the bale, bale's cow looks like, what's his name? Nicholas Cage and in, um, in, in Kick-Ass a little bit. So. There's that. And then, hey, tomorrow, this looks insane. You have Elizabeth Winstead as Kate, which was already teased a little while back, but now we got like, uh, we're going to get a full on trailer tomorrow. And this looks insane. You know me, I love the neon lights like that effect. And then, this how much time do I have? You have my attention. You have my attention. And yes, this was pretty much childhood right there. Yeah. I like that good little uh, piece of art collage right there. Some good, uh, some good uh, '80s into '90s action movies and action stars. Some '70s, of course, too. Hey, look at that! Metallica's "Nothing Else Matters" hits one billion views on YouTube. So, yeah, never open myself this way. Life is hard. We're living our way. Oh, these words. Sorry. Happy birthday, James Hetfield, by the way. Good time for good time for that to hit a billion views. So Yeah. Ooh. Hey, what's going on, Rat? Thank you. Uh, thank you for the super chat. 
Much appreciated. See, well, I'm probably the only person excited for Titan season three. No, I am, but early reactions seem promising. I'm excited for Red Hoods. Now I actually am. I mean, I'm just worried because, you know, they've sh kind of shit the bed when it came to the season finale on both seasons. You know, it's just kind of, they don't stick that landing. So hopefully they do. I'm looking forward to it. Looking for forward to the Red Hood story as well and seeing where all these uh, uh, progress and everything. Here's a good shot of Bats on the bike right there from the set. Looks cool. Some people are doing some really good photography when it comes to that. T-minus one week. We get Batman 89. Going to get it. Yep. I'll be going to my local comic book store and picking that up. For sure. For sure. And hey, J-Lo. We see you, J-Lo. If you guys saw this, J-Lo was in uh, Beverly Hills earlier today and what was she rocking she's rocking a batman shirt that's right good for you j-lo says batman gotham so she's uh hey you know i was always worried like is she when she's back in the picture is it she gonna prevent Affleck from coming back as batman no i think she's actually supporting it i think she enjoys the fact that he's batman so i think she actually she might be the key guys she might be the key j-lo the key then good hopefully Push that man into being getting into the bat suit again, which maybe that was the case. Who knows? Could have been the case. Then we got Liz Wonder knocking it out again with her cosplay doing Rat Catcher Do right here. Look at that. She just totally, completely transforms herself into these characters. Like I said, that's what it's one of the things I love about the whole cosplay world is when you actually when the actual cosplayer transforms into these characters. And Liz does an excellent job when it comes to that. So hey, and Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa wants uh, Denis, Denise. I'm not even, like I said, I'm not, you know, I always, I always F up his name. I'm not going to do it. Um, there's a four to six hour cut of Dune. I don't want it trimmed. So Jason Momoa is already pushing for the, for the Denis cut. <laughs> Denis, Denis, you know, Denis. He's, uh, he's already pushing for that cut right there. And yeah, it's going to be very interesting when Dune finally comes out because the first off the response and then, yeah, how much did he have to trim? Because, and apparently it's only supposed to be half, half of the book. So I'm a little, I'm, you know, I, it's hard not to be worried about it. It really is hard not to be worried about that movie. No, no, no. JLo is Catwoman. I actually wanted her from Montoya, you know, to be honest, I thought she would have been good for Montoya and uh, birds of prey. I don't, I'm not a fan of Rosie Perez to be honest, but I thought Jennifer Lopez, uh, I think she would have been a, a good choice. So, and Hey man, Brandon Frazier, just totally, he's just continuing his uh, Brandon-sance, I guess you could say. It was hard to say that. But yeah, Brandon Frazier has now been cast in Martin Scorsese's new movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. So look at that. Brandon Frazier in a Martin Scorsese movie. I mean, how... I'm so glad that this guy is just getting, a, you know, just a full-on renaissance. He totally is getting a renaissance, and uh, I'm totally loving it. Loving. I think we all are, you know, yeah, Doom Patrol is great on Doom Patrol. And then he's just getting all these other roles and everything like that. And it's just because he disappeared for a while. And it was like, what happened to Brendan Fraser? He was all over the 90s, man. If you haven't seen a movie called Airheads with him, Steve Buscemi and Adam Sandler, do yourself a favor. Watch Airheads. Just a stupid, funny, enjoyable movie from the 90s that you guys would enjoy. Love that movie. Airheads. And, uh, hey, speaking of an actor that has not been around, we haven't seen because he retired 17 years ago, Gene Hackman, 91 years old. 
Now, apparently this picture, according to the person who posted it, uh, this was like actually when he was two years ago. So, but he's just been chilling, just enjoying retirement, living in New Mexico, goes bike riding every day and remains active and engaged with hobbies. So yeah, look at that. Gene Hackman right there. First live action Lex Luthor, right? I think so. Or at least cinematic, right? So yeah, there's ja yeah, and Sino Man too, the mummy, yeah. Journey to Center of the Earth, yeah. Yeah, he looks pretty well, you know, that's happens when it comes to age, man. So yeah. There's Gene Hackman right there. And like I said, yeah. Happy birthday to James Hetfield. I need a I god, I gotta see Metallica live again before they uh Metall I got to see them live before they start like, you know, end up retiring or something like that. But I love the fact that they Metallica, of course, are Giants fans. So, of course, they have the little Giants logo right there. They, they've done many, you know, um, Kirk and James play guitar for the National Anthem and stuff. So, yep, they're big time Giants fans. So just something else I got in common with one of my favorite all time bands right there. So that's cool. Happy birthday, James. And Faruqi Brothers, man. Just killing it. Just doing just all these good deeds, man. The Faruqi brothers extend a heartfelt thank you to all who donated, shared, and amplified our emergency water aid initiative. Here's a photo of the villagers enjoying the first completed clean water well. There are eight more currently in construction right there. So they are just giving villages over in these uh over in these uh, you know, that these kids and families and everything that need money that need water and need you know, money to fund it. They raise money and look at this from the Faruqi brothers right there, giving, just giving the, uh, giving water to these villages that need it. So good job to them, man. Cheers to those guys doing the Lord's work. I tell ya. Mr. Aaron S. Bailey doing some edits right here. Put Tom Holland, of course, in the, uh, with a uh, carnage right there. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And, uh, Hey, speaking of, uh, I mean, let's face it. Anybody else think that Jai Courtney's edible kicked in right here? I think so. It's sounding like it. It, it looks like his edible might have kicked in a little bit. He just he he all of a sudden he just went and then all of a sudden he, he's just looking over and going, I can hear everybody's conversation over there. Look at that. So I wonder if they planned on everybody wearing white like that, except for of course um, Rooker right there. He's not, but the other but the whole the other cast totally doing that. So. Of course, we'll be talking about that. That's pretty much it. Okay, here we go. Update on SnyderCon 2, guys. So some, some people have been wondering about when it's actually going to happen. And according to the Nerd Queens who talked to Zach personally, uh, due to COVID numbers because of the variant, uh, the new goal will be to have SnyderCon 2 in January of next year so that fans worldwide may safely attend the event. In the meantime, keep saving up and keep your eyes open for details to come. So it was initially supposed to happen in October. That was when Zach wanted to do it. And uh, I remember I, I, I even kept asking the guy too. I was like, you're going to have a date yet? Because, you know, I, I, I was obviously wanting to plan accordingly and um, other people too, you know, trying to get to California. And obviously it's just going to be a drive for me, but you know, I was kind of wondering about that, but yeah, this is what, this is uh, when it's going to happen right here. So in January, so, and it's not it's not a definitive time yet because who knows what's happening with everything because restrictions and uh, vaccination passports or whatever the fuck I don't know it's all weird right now but yeah so there's the update right there when it comes to Snyder Cut 
2, Snyder Con 2, where the location, uh, the location will be somewhere in LA, Pasadena, possibly. So, yeah, that's where it was. It was in Pasadena Arts Center uh, the last time. Um, so, and then after party at my house. <laughs> yeah, why not? Just kidding. Hey, Batgirl, Batgirl looking hot. She is she is a very sexy woman. I will say that. Um, Batgirl, uh, of course, Leslie Grace was attended the Suicide Squad last night as well. So she's already being very much welcomed into the DC family, right there. So cool, good on her. And uh, curious to see what's oh, oh can't show that. Damn it. Okay, can't go that far. <laughs> uh, I think we'll be fine. It was brief. Damn it. Totally forgot that I retweeted that. Anyways. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I just showed uh, I just showed Ben Affleck's butt for uh, a minute there because, uh, yeah, I retweeted some because last night, if you guys didn't tune in last night, I was basically talking about superhero bums, you know, just trying to, you know, talk about, you know, Scarlett Johansson was like that whole thing, and then it went to Nightwing and all that stuff. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might save up. Good. That butt flack. I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I think I've actually done that before too, or briefly show that. And eh, good. I think uh, maybe maybe my little icon down here blocked it a little bit, so I think we're all right. But what could he do? I'd say she's able to look good as a redhead. Well, I think she actually kind of had red, reddish, orangish hair when it came to in in the Heights, right? I think so. Anyways, well, speaking of the Suicide Squad premiere yes it was last night and uh yeah good on variety good on variety good on uh what's his name from variety i forgot what his name was totally forgot uh the interviewer dude can't remember his name so if somebody wants to tell me i'll give him a shout out but uh he went on he just decided hey i'm gonna ask people i'm gonna ask the cast and all these people about the air cut and see what happens with that so um, yeah, but he, that's pretty much what he was doing last night. So I was going to show the videos from last night. Uh, the little, the answers, he asked five people. He asked five people, Mark, Mark Mulkin. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse. Oh, and, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, that too, let me bring up this first that I have that up because Jesse just seeing you reminding me of it is the event. The events, you know, speaking of events, the event that's supposed to happen about release air cut and pushing that hashtag has also been postponed a week. It's sounding like, right? Let me bring this up right here. Okay. So according to, uh, here, let me remove the banner right here. So according to actually the man himself, David Ayer, Let's see, release the, uh, release the air cut event update. As a result of HBO Max decision today to switch the release date of the Suicide Squad from August 6th to August 5th, we have decided to delay all release the air cut events until next week. Contrary to popular thought, August 5th was selected as the event date to uh, commemorate the anniversary of the first film's release and not to undermine James Gunn, the Suicide Squad. With today's decision to switch the release date to August 5th, we cannot in good 
uh, conscience to go ahead with uh, existing plans, especially considering the positive relationship between David and James. Furthermore, the vocal support that the cast of the Suicide Squad have given to the release of the Ayer cut must be taken into consideration. They have handed us a major hand of assistance um, in our quest, and now that their film was switched, rele has switched release date, from uh, the, the 6th to the 5th, we do not want to repay them by overshadowing them. Finally, we hope that this gesture of goodwill from us will be seen favorably by Warner Brothers. Therefore, our new date for the release of Snyder Cut trend event will be Friday, August 13th. Friday the 13th, what? Just kidding. We will post updated uh, graphics and information on these events in, in, due, in due of course. Okay, in due course. Thank you, and all that stuff. So there you go, guys. For anybody who's wondering about that, <coughs> sorry. Uh, anybody who's wondering about that, um, just let you guys know that that little event that was supposed to be happening, not going to happen anymore, and I know there's some people out there that are still going to do it because they don't give a shit about the directors. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that I've actually seen some tweets where I went, holy shit, these are fans? That's not a fan. That's somebody who is talking shit about the director. I don't understand that. It's very odd. Very odd to me. Because, I mean, again, it just kind of shows, like, what are you in this for? You're in this for because you just want to see the stuff that you want to see? Is that all it is? That's all you're here for? Because you keep on talking shit. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. And I like, you know, it's a good message, too, by the way. It was a good message. Uh, good message, Jesse. Like, uh, it was a good message to, to relay to fans like, Hey, you know, because James has been a respectable, you know, he's shown him and Dave have showed mutual respect for each other. It's like, Hey, we're not going to do that, you know, as in respect. And then at the same time, the fact that the cast, which we're going to see in a little bit here, responding to the question of release the air cut and, you know, just getting asked that question and showing their support. It's like, Hey, it's a good thing. This is, Things are kind of rolling up here, and uh, man, you just got that small little angry section that just is, you know, wants to just send nothing but hate towards Warner Brothers, yet they want them to release the air cut. Try to figure that one out. It's like, I fucking hate you, and I, I hope you did this, that, and this, and I'm not, I'm going to pirate all your movies, and I'm going to say all this, I'm going to say all this about all the new movies, I'm going to shit on everything that comes out about the new movies, but hey, release the air cut, please fuck i mean it's just yeah and then you have a and then you have a an entire count trying to take i guess credit for the fact that there's been a lot of air cut talk and i'm like no no there's been a lot of air cut talk for a while it's just got kicked in the gear because the new suicide squad came out and then oh the director went on and kind of just you know just amplified it with saying that huge statement that just just let it all out and then all of a sudden the trades picked it up and it's like, okay, this is good. Everything's starting to good. I mean, it really just takes, it does take the director to really push this thing. I mean, everybody's always crying about leaders and pointing fingers at people claiming to be leaders and shit like that. And I'm going, the leaders are the fucking directors, guys. Zach was the leader of the whole Snyder Cut movement. He was absolutely the leader because, I mean, if it wasn't for a lot of what, you know, I mean, obviously 
a lot of what fans did, yeah, it was cool and everything like that. It got started getting the word out there, but he helped push that even more and more. And now we got David Ayer, who's doing the same thing, maybe not as much as Zach was doing, of course, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, there you go. So let's respect what the director wants. How about that? Anyone? I think we're good on that, right? And most of us will be. Um, others won't be because that's just not their way of thinking, which I still don't understand. I really don't. <sighs> it's interesting. So, all right. So I just had to get that out. Just had to get that out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. Funny man. You just got to block some of those guys. I mean, it, it sucks that I still end up seeing some of the tweets and yeah, I was like, they literally were, they were calling out David Ayer. But yet you're still going to ask to what? <laughs> I don't know. It's very odd. Calling out David Ayer for being respectable to James Gunn and stuff. And I'm like, I, I just, I can't, I, sometimes I just can't understand what is the thought process? Like what, what, do, what is this all for? It's all for you, I guess. Is that what we're doing all for you? It's supposed to be for the directors, justice for the directors. I mean, sure, we get to see like what their art was going to be, but at the same time, the initial thing is always for the director. So, anyways, crazy concept. All right, so let's talk about the cast members. Say, uh, okay, so first off, let's um, uh, let's revisit what Charles Roven had to say about the Ayer cuts. We actually we we kind of saw it last night because somebody sent it over to me. But we'll watch it again because it's 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 good. It's good. All right. So this is what Charles Roven had to say. Good. Warner Brothers released the David Ayer cut. You know, listen, I think David Ayer is a really talented guy. I think Warner Brothers, um, you know, I really was happy for Zach that Zach uh, got a chance to do the uh, Snyder cut. Um and I think it's really just a conversation that David can have or not have with the studio and see if they feel that what he's going to bring to the party is worthy of, uh, you know, a different look at it. And then good. So good for Charles Roven. I think he did a good job answering that. You know, he didn't fool out, be like, yeah, release that damn thing, please. You know, but I think he answered it pretty, uh, pretty well, pretty well. You know, Charles Roven's always been one of the good ones, man. You know, it, it, it kind of begs like, hey, maybe he should have been running the whole DC Films thing, huh? Huh? All right. Then up next, we have uh, Miss Mei-Ling right here. She's going to be asked about. Now, she wasn't a part of the first. She wasn't a part of the first Suicide Squad, of course. But, you know, he's she still got asked. So here it is. I think WB should release the David Ayer cut. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? I'm sure, I'm sure like, it's, it's a win-win for everyone. It's a win-win for him to get his vision out there. And also, Warner Brothers makes double the money on, two, on the same film. So, I'm genius. It's the Chinese in me. We're always business, business. There it is. <laughs> the Chinese in her. Right there. She knows. Win-win. Total win-win right there. So, let's listen to her, please. She totally was all about it. Now we have John Cena, who, I mean, he just, he really loves his Peacemaker costume because he just, he wears it a lot. He definitely wears it a lot. So here's uh, John Cena's 
response to uh, getting asked about the air cut? I think one of them should release the air cut. You know, I, I think it's it's in a company's best interest to listen to their audience. And it's something that's so in demand and they got it. Why not? I, I really think uh, them giving James creative freedom and one of the things James does so well, among uh, the other stuff, is he's so active with his audience. He really is interactive with the people that are diehards of the IP and know the material. So if you want to talk about something that knows your audience, like they, they picked the right guy for this project in James Gunn, and I'm really happy to be a part of it. <laughs> Cena is smart. Because you see how, see, this this just shows like Cena, he's a, he's a pro. He definitely is a pro because he totally was like all for it. He said it's in the company's best interest, you know, audience, listen to your audience, everything like that, all good. And then he died. You see how he diverted it back to James Gunn? See, that's a that's that's a guy. He he knew exactly he had that ready because they they all probably had some kind of response ready, um, but you know John Cena did a good job of like going yeah totally and then he was like James Gunn you know he 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 steered it back you know so it's good good on good on Cena of course you know there's nothing wrong with that there's really nothing wrong with that so yeah. You know, just listen to him, I guess. But yeah, Cena's very good at doing that. He did a good job at doing that. So, and then, uh, oh crap, did I forget to get? I forgot to get one of them. Oh, okay, all right. So then we got Joe Kinnaman right here. Now he was going to be asked. I totally forgot to get the Robbie one, but I'll get that. So here's Joel Kinnaman right here getting asked about the air cut. You said to me. You said to me. First, it was hard squad. The first 40 minutes was great. Then it just didn't sit right with you. Do you think Warner Brothers should release the air cut? Yeah, why not? You know, like you, you always want to see the, the director's, you know, vision. Did you ever see that cut? No. They should do it. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like a great idea. No, it sounds like a great idea. See? There you go. So Joel thinks it's a great idea. Your Rick Flag right there. So, I mean, nothing wrong with that, right? Right, right. All right. So, let me, uh, oops. Let me get, uh, all right. So, let me find the other one here. All right. Yeah. So, Joel Kinnaman, obviously, he wants to see it. He didn't really dance around it. He was just like, the fact of the matter is, the fact that he said that, you know, first 40 minutes, you know, cool. And then all of a sudden, it just, yeah. So he's been kind of vocal about that too. So nothing wrong with that. All right. And then of course, last, but certainly not least, we have, um, Margot Robbie, of course, getting asked about the air cut right here. And you know, Margot Robbie, she very much cavil answers this, I guess you could say a little dances around a little bit. I think that's all a very complicated situation that I am uh, probably... Would you, want to, would you want to see I would want to see the cut of every movie I've been a part of that I've never seen. Dance, yeah, dance, dance, actor, dance, not, dance. Not when you're a producer, but as an actor, sometimes I don't see it until half the country has seen it. You know, yeah, sometimes I see it after millions of people have seen it. You don't really get to see it. You don't get to see the different iterations along the way unless you're a producer. Um, so in that case, yeah, I didn't see it until it was out in theaters. Yeah. So there, I mean, she danced around it, but at the same time, I'm not blaming her like, oh, come on, Margo. I'm not going to be one of those 
you know, one of the guys that's going to fucking, you know, start turning on all the actors and the director, you know, but still promote release to whatever the hell, you know, I'm not going to be one of those guys. But, you know, she did dance around it. She did. She danced around it. But at the same time, uh, you know, some people reminded me that Cavill very much did the same thing, too. And then all of a sudden what happened, he showed up on the Man of Steel watch, was there for the announcement of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, you know, she's that was prepped, too. I think they I think most of them were prepped. Maybe not, not Mei Ling. Maybe she didn't think she was going to get asked about it because she wasn't a part of the first one. But, you know, the other ones definitely were had it prepped, had it ready. They, were, they knew that they were probably going to get asked maybe about the air cut because it has already been asked and everything. So uh, I just wouldn't be surprised if they had a conversation about it or something like that, you know, and just kind of prep like, Hey, how are you going to answer this? We could ask that. And, and she just did. She, she said, Hey, out of my hands, whatever. And then, you know, she, then all of a sudden we're like, well, would you want to see it? And then she went, I would want to see every director's cut. So, I mean, yeah, she did a good job. She did a good job. I mean, we all wanted Margot to just be like, yes, I want to see it. Damn. But she can't do that because obviously she's still, you know, still very much playing Harley Quinn and everything. So uh, Variety works for, yeah. So it is interesting that Variety decided to do that. And they, and they released the in individual videos. That was kind of interesting. The fact that they did that. I mean, I obviously I get it because, you know, it is a hot thing to talk about it's it's out there right now a lot of people are talking about it, so i totally understand that hey of course let's talk let's show that but you bring up a good point jesse is like if that's the case then maybe maybe they're still trying to uh they're trying to build up some hype for it you know i've been screaming time and time again i don't know how long i've been talking about this i just say like hey we got the Suicide Squad coming out. Let it breathe. And hopefully, you know, it's something that is fairly, that grabs an audience that is out there. It's going to be interesting, like I said, to see what the box office is going to be like. I'm just going, kind of going like, okay, okay, let it let it breathe a little bit. And then once the dust has settled a little, you know, just go, hey, guess what? We have this whole alternate cut of the first Suicide Squad. You want to see that, people? You want to see? Yeah. And I think people would be like, yes, we want to see that. It's definitely a call for it. And after what David Ayer did in that statement, just totally pouring his heart out in that statement, man, I think that really woke a lot of people up. Definitely woke a lot of people up. So that that was kicking the door right open. Okay. David Ayer doing that really kicked the door wide open because guess who slammed it shut? And with the plan, and with the plan, who was there at the fucking premiere last night? With Walter Hermata. Yeah, sadly, yeah, they were there last night. Making an appearance, not hiding anymore. <laughs> Ray Fisher should have pulled up and said, like, hey, got cameras. Now's your time, Walter. Apologize. That'd be crazy. I don't know. Now that'd be that'd be a little too ballsy, but at the same time you just never know. But yeah, what's going on, Joey? How you doing? <laughs> well, see you later. Big gulps, huh? All right. But uh, yeah, man. So <clears throat> how was how was Omada Ann and Toby after David Ayer made? I know, kind of makes you wonder, like how were they? How were they after that statement? You know, they probably went shit. Sigh. But it's like, hey, come on, man, come on. So we should support Anne and let's say it's not okay. Again, it's not their movies though. That's the thing. It's like, I'm not looking at it as supporting 
them? Really? I'm looking at it supporting the filmmaker. That's the way I've always looked at it. I'm always more about supporting the filmmaker and then, you know, the people involved in that process. I don't really look at it supporting them, you know, because they're, they're executives that make poor decisions, which has always been the case since the beginning of the fucking movie industry. That's my whole thing about it is I don't look at it supporting them. Yes. Yeah. It, it is supporting them. But at the same time, it's like if you purchase Zack Snyder's Justice League, I mean, that's supporting Warner Brothers still. I mean, it's all right there. So, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. What's my favorite David Ayer movie? Probably. And well, I mean, Training Day, but that was like his writing movie. You're talking about directing, probably End of Watch. I think End of Watch was probably his best so far. I also published that. Yeah, now it's all very interesting. What? Yeah, now exactly, Matia. I don't know, but. All I know is it's getting a lot of traction now. It's getting a lot of traction now. So, all right. Let's talk about Ben Affleck shooting for Batman in the Flash. Should have said suiting up, but forgot up. That's fine. No, but um, yeah, Scoopy Pants apparently came out and said today that Ben Affleck is going to be suiting up for Batman in the Flash uh, for September next month. He's going to be suiting up. So that's what he was hearing. I guess he was trying to... Pretty much yesterday, he was really trying to debunk the whole Henry Cavill Superman thing, which, you know, I'm kind of going, oh, man. And a lot of people, you know, I even had people in my mentions when I reposted my video today. They're like, oh, that was just a rumor. It's not happening. And I went, you know, uh, and Berto talked about it. I'm like, okay, but again, do we need, I think we need a website where <laughs> we just take scoopers and uh, we give them a percentage point, you know? Like it's very much like Rotten Tomatoes, which scoops they got right, which scoops they didn't. Let's see the batting average. And, uh, you know, Umberto was one of the ones that said uh, Snyder Cut was a pipe dream. OK, um, he also said that Ben Affleck was fully done at one point. There's other things that he was gotten wrong about, too. Everybody's always going to be wrong. So and now they might have maybe over 50 percent of being right. Sure. But at the same time, you know. You just kind of makes you, you just got to look at it like that. I'm like, mm, I'm going to go with my own information and think, yeah, maybe Cavill might be showing up in that. I don't know. But yes, he did report today that Ben Affleck will be suiting up next month, which makes, I guess, some sense. Um, and then this picture was actually taken today. Poor Ben. He just can't get away from people taking pictures of him. But here's this picture of him today in Paris. This is Ben in Paris today enjoying, I guess, I don't know what he's enjoying, some some uh, breakfast, maybe, maybe some lunch. I don't know. Probably looking at uh, J-Lo nudes on his phone. I don't know. Who knows what's going on, but uh, he's just chilling right there. He's very memeable. That's for damn sure. Very memeable guy, but uh, there he is right there. So he's just chilling right there. Uh, I mean, if we see him again and the beard starts, you know, the beard goes away. Hey, guess what? It's going to be something. So he is in Paris right here, which is not too far from Glasgow. Not too far. He is over there in Europe. So I'm wondering if he's prepping, what's happening with that. If it's not going to be till next month, it's kind of weird that he's over in Paris right now. And, you know, after having, you know, a past past month of uh, reuniting with J-Lo, now he's over there getting in some, uh, some, some Batman, uh, some Batman prep, I guess you could say. 
I don't know. But what's cool, what's interesting about it though, what's interesting about it because, you know, I was, I had my ear out there. I was trying to get some information. Um, I heard that he wasn't going to go over to London and shoot his scenes. That's what I was hearing at first. That was obviously wrong. Now it's going to happen because again, we're, we were kind of hearing like we're, a lot of people were wondering how big his role was going to be. That was always the question. How big is his role going to be? And I think a lot of us were kind of worried that it was just going to be Bruce Wayne drop off the suit for Barry. Hey, see you later. Good luck. Don't fuck up the timeline. You know, maybe it was going to be that, but apparently uh, now, now obviously what well, we've been seeing this chase sequence with his Batman on the bike. Now it's for sure. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna uh, suit up. Now it just kind of makes you wonder similar to the whole Michael Keaton thing, because I think what was going on with all this, what it sounds like what was going on with all this was the fact that when they were making these negotiations with their, with their bat men, you had Michael Keaton, and I told you guys that he's not doing a one-off. Michael Keaton, if he's coming back, he's going to be doing, he's going to go for his Batman Beyond role, I guess you could say. And it sounds like that's going to end up being the case, which will be fantastic. I hope that is the case. Curious to see, even though I'm worried that it might, I'm like, I don't know, is it going to be the Batgirl Beyond? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. More details come about that. When it came to Ben... I think it was all about just, uh, yeah, they just had to find that right price for him to fully, because you just, it would just missed opportunity to not have the old and the new can it's going to be, I mean, that's, this is what's going to be iconic when it comes to the flash movie. And this is something that DC has in their disposal that Marvel does not have. You can literally have two Batmen from two different eras side by side fighting an enemy. And it sounds to me like that's what's going to happen. That's what it's sounding like. But we're all very worried about the, you know, is he going to shoot up? Is he going to suit up? And uh, I mean, obviously, when it comes to the suit that we saw of the stunt performer on the bat bike, yeah, it's a little different. Seems like it's a little more comfortable, to be honest. But then again, stunt performer suit so it might be a little different when it's on ben but at the same time i mean let's face it i mean i had reeves effects on here he talked about how that that justice league costume that cowl was stiff okay i think i i mean i think it was i think it was mentioned even by maybe even zach that you know yeah he could still turn his he, he could still turn his head he could still turn his head yeah not as much not as much we could see the we we could see the we could see the stiffness. He was doing he was doing those Batman shoulder turns too. So that that cow was definitely not as you know as giving as the BVS cow. It's like just go back to that costume. But at the same time, I'm just kind of going. I'm wondering, you know, I'm I mean, I'm just thinking that maybe that that was part of the deal too. Like make a better make make a more comfortable costume. And again, I was always, you know, that was one of the things I always talked about when it came to Ben doing his very own Batman movies. Like, man, that's going to be, that's going to be super rough for him to just be like, you know, doing his thing, cut, and then just, uh, you know, go behind, look, uh, let's do that again. I mean, that would have been rough to be in a bat costume for like 16 hours a day. They would definitely have to do something like that to, to help that at least. So, but anyways, guys, yes. I really hope that Andy Muschietti 
does a reveal, shows the the chest and the emblem, you know, the day that that's going to happen. Hopefully he Instagrams that like he did with the others. And I think all of us were going to just be like, oh, yeah. It's back, baby. Fully back. Yeah, I'm going to make that exact face. Now, speaking of The Flash, rumored villain of The Flash. We kind of already, it was kind of out there, I think, already. And we've already seen set images that kind of back this up when it comes to who's going to be the villain. Because we don't really know what the villain was. We were like, okay, is Reverse Flash going to be in this fucking crazy movie? And, and you think that maybe he will, but then there's already a lot that's happening. There's going to be a lot of DC characters in here. And we're dealing with time travel, multiverse. It's like, okay, maybe, maybe not have Reverse Flash quite yet. Let's Let's hold out on Thawne a little bit. Uh, maybe to the second movie, which kind of makes sense. Make, you know, hold them off for a little bit, but according to, um, the direct, and this is what they have. They have an exclusive, uh, of course, uh, exclusive rumor. I never understand exclusive rumors. Okay. But yeah, right here it says Ezra Miller's Barry Allen to face a darker version of himself in the flash movie. I love the fact that they used you could totally tell by his hair and this thumbnail that they used the fucking justice goddamn image of him. So, yeah. So that's pretty much, I mean, you read the article, there's not much else that talks about it. The direct exclusive reporting that other Barry Allen will serve as a primary villain in the movie, acting as a dark flash antagonist to be displaced to the displaced Barry Allen. According to our sources, elements of the plot line will be heavily inspired by the Flashpoint comic. Yeah, we already knew that. We already knew that right from the fucking get-go. Stop it. Stop it. Like when that, because, you know, you, when you have to write an article, you got to make sure you have like, you know, at least a couple paragraphs. So you have those filler, those little fillers kind of thing. Like, yeah, we already knew that. But anyways, <clears throat> so when it comes to this idea, I was thinking about this all day. And I was going, I don't know how I feel about that. And then I went, well, it kind of makes sense. Again, this is a movie with multiverse, more DC characters, time travel. So I went, yeah, okay. I could see that. Another timeline, maybe a multiverse. We know there's two berries. And I did a video about that when we saw the literacy Ezra Miller talking to somebody who has, you know, VFX stuff. He had like a camera thing and whatever the hell. And, and he's dressed very much like how we saw Barry in one of those leaked images from the set. So it's interesting. It's like, but which one's the real, which one's the real Barry? Which one's, is, is it the one that has the longer hair? He's just going to end up being evil. Is something going to trigger something where he ends up being like an evil Barry? Um, and, and then I know a lot of people, the Flash show. Yes. Yeah. The Flash show, like you said, Rhett, yeah, they did it uh, with, you know, they, they did their version of it. And, uh, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, too, because, I mean, but this would add too much of a story hole. I mean, there's like the, uh, the cobalt blue, you know. You have that kind of character, which has too much of an arc of like, you know, well, he's made from this. And he's just kind of almost like, you know, just almost like a, a is it a clone version? You know, I don't think they're going to go that far of that pulling from any kind of story that might be that. I think it's just going to be an alternate Barry that kind of just maybe loses his shit and we're going to have a flash on flash. And then it kind of makes you wonder too, is that who we saw? Is that the version that we saw in that leaked set photo that we saw yesterday? Is that going to be, is that going to be uh, the, the evil Barry flash right there? You know, 
And uh, kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes you wonder is like, what is costume going to look like? I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to go full on CW and just make him like, oh, he's going to have a, you know, it's just going to be black. <laughs> That'd be cool. Maybe a black and silver. That'd be interesting, right? Like they did with Superman. But what's going on, Dark Star? How you doing? Um, but yeah, so it's going to be, yeah, Revenge Flash. Yeah, it's Reverse Flash is Evil Barry. Yeah, or that. I don't think they're going to do Reverse Flash Evil Barry. I think that would be. I think that would be dumb. If they got rid of, you know, eBird, I think they would. I mean, when I talked about Culver Blue, I mean, that's a fawn too, but it's actually, you know, you, you can look up that whole uh, story right there. But I, 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 it's going to be somebody that it's either going to be Barry or, you know, someone that definitely looks like Barry. I think there would be too much if it was like some kind of, you know, clone, I guess you could say. I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's just going to be alternate timeline, Barry. And I don't think he's going to have like this elaborate you know he's not gonna have a yellow costume or a blue costume or something like that i'm just saying like maybe it'll be slightly tweaked and different maybe that's what we saw that could be what we saw when it came to the the image yesterday so i don't know we'll see what happens we'll see what happens what they do but i'm just kind of going now that i really thought about it i went yeah you know what that actually makes sense you know let's wait let's have the rogues gallery after this crazy this crazy story that we're going to have that has to do with multiverse and time travel and all that stuff. Let's, let's wait. Let's wait to have reverse flash. Maybe I'm, I'm sure they're going to tease. I'm sure they're definitely going to tease reverse flash. I think that's, what's going to be happening. So you should have used black. Yeah. <laughs> they, they probably should have, but yeah, like I said, I'm intrigued. We'll see. Like I said, this movie is going to be absolutely fucking crazy, but let me know your guys thoughts. Yes. All right, last but certainly not least, Ghostbusters Afterlife Toys. That's right, guys. See this? Now, we, we got a hint. We got a hint of them. We definitely got a hint of them. In, uh, when we know that we're going to be seeing the old group. But, uh, man, I tell you what. I tell you what. When these, when these bad boys come out, look at that. We got the old crew, of course, missing Egon, which we course definitely miss but look at the gray hair the gray hair the gray chops we got ray peter and winston right here i like the detail hasbro loving the detail definitely loving the detail in the costumes the faces the proton packs the straps of the proton packs the hoses all the stuff and then of course you can attach probably just like similar to um to the old toys you attach. I swear to God. I, and anybody else who had Ghostbusters toys, you know what this was like because you would always attach like the uh, the beams that would come out of the out of the guns. You'd always attach them. What would they do? They break so fucking easy. They were flimsy as all hell. I broke like all of my freaking. And I, and then I remember like later on they made them a little thicker because they knew that was like the biggest complaint. But yeah. So there it is. Look at the look at the proton pack, dude. Look at how detailed that is. That's cool. Totally cool. Look at that. And then they got some book. Is that the book of the fucking dead from Evil Dead? That'd be a cool crossover. But yeah, man. Classify. <laughs> and then you got randomly, you got this dude right here. So interesting. Which is, you know, I, you know, one of the one of the dogs, but uh, you know, he stands upright with some interesting fucking legs. Very interesting legs right there. So there you go. Looking forward to that. Don't cross the streams. I know. I, I'm wondering. That's going to be that. They're, they're going to have that joke in there somewhere, right? About crossing the streams. They got to have that joke. It's going to be in there somewhere. Obviously. I just wonder how much they're going to talk about Ghostbusters 2 
you know, how much are they going to talk? They, they, they have to talk about that. I mean, obviously, to be honest, when we saw the end of the trailer and when Ray picks up the phone, I mean, that was very much a Ghostbusters 2 Easter egg because he was at his bookstore that was in Ghostbusters 2. So, so I guess so, you know. Ah, uh, spell check's killing you, Andrew. Sorry about that. You got to love that spell check. But anyways, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, I plan on collecting those those bad boys and whatever else. What other Ghostbusters toys that we're going to get? Definitely going to do. Definitely going to grab those. Definitely. Definitely. What do I sound like? The Rain Man now? It's just saying definitely too much. Jace. But yeah, let me know your thoughts, guys. What do you think? All right. Let's go to the Twitter questions. All right. See if you guys send over some questions here. All right, let's see what you guys are asking over here in the Twitter, in the Twitter, in the Twitter. All right, Mr. Darren, Mr. Laugh Now, Cry Later. What if J-Lo was sending us a message and Batman Gotham is actually the name of Ben Affleck's movie? Wouldn't that be insane? I would love that. I hope you're right. And I know some people were kind of wondering, like, hey, wait a minute. Is she trying to tell us something here? Maybe she is. Maybe she is. Maybe she is. I really like that. Eric, you know, Dave, didn't Scoopy Pants say beforehand that Batfleck wasn't going to wear the suit in a flash? And now he tweets like he wasn't just proven wrong. Uh, humility, yeah, no humility, no cojones to admit. Yeah, I goofed. Have some integrity, I know. And you know what's funny, too? It's like I don't even blame him for the information that he got because I got information that, that who knows how much Ben's going to be in there. And I heard that Ben wasn't going to go over to the U.K. or to London to film. And now all of a sudden he's in Paris, which means he's probably going to be showing up pretty soon. And that was wrong. And I'll admit that. I'm like, yep, that part was wrong. But at the same time, I'm kind of going, I think things changed. And, the, and they just kind of sweetened the deal a little bit, you know, before they started shooting and realizing like what they were going to do with this movie. And they were like, we have to have you suit up, dude. And they gave him the right price for it. Michael, do you think with a big portion of the Snyderverse actors in the Flash movie, that they may be trying to kill off the stigma, at least the general public, that these are not Snyder's characters anymore, especially with uh, with possibility changing the courses of them all in the in the Flash. That they are not Snyder's characters anymore. Well, I don't it was like the stigma. Are you talking about the stigma that they're not going to use? I, I'm kind of I don't really know the question too much here. Like I'm trying to the stigma that of what happened or the stigma that that people didn't really like Snyder. Like some of people didn't like Snyder's characters. I don't know. Um, especially with possibly changing the course. I mean, they're definitely going to change the courses, but that was always supposed to be the case. No matter what Snyder was going to tell his story and that's all he was going to do. And the directors were going to tell their stories. we got to remember that it wasn't like Snyder had a plan for every solo movie or anything like that. So, Claytalian, hey Dave, when do you think Will Smith will get a question about the air cut? And do you think he'd get involved to promote it? I hope so. Will Smith, if he goes on his Instagram, because his Instagram is like, you know, it's huge. And he does like these crazy professional videos and everything. I mean, he he took he took vlogging to a whole different level. If that guy says release the air cut, and then Jared Leto also does, I mean, there's no stopping it after that. No stopping it. So hopefully he does. Edward, what spinoff would you like to see James Gunn do next after Peacemaker? I don't know. I don't know. What, 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 I don't know. 
a hard. Hmm. I don't know what I would like to see him do. Maybe something with Harley Quinn. I could see him doing like, you know, maybe a, a Harley Quinn Joker movie that that was rumored a while ago. That should be rated R and batshit crazy. Maybe he could do something with that. Uh, what would Officer Dave do? What was that? Whoa, that's creepy. I probably do the same thing. <laughs> Carrie, hey Dave, I got one to add to Friday's '80s Suicide Squad fan cast. Madeline Stowe as ooh as uh, Poison Ivy. Madeline Stowe, oh man, remember she was like in everything in the '80s and '90s. Um, she could totally have played a femme fatale back in the the day. Gorgeous and a great actress. What do you think? And a young Antonio Banderas says uh, El Diablo. I like that too. Yeah. Now I'm digging it. Totally forgot about Madeline Stowe. Let's see. Manifesting. Mm. What do you think of this casting? I mean, I mean, yeah. But you know, I, I just you know, I, I want to see him as cyborg again. I mean, yeah, it would be it would be good, but. You know, but we, we don't want to lose him to Marvel. <laughs> we don't want to lose him to Marvel. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would support it no matter what. I mean, if you got if any of the actors went to Marvel, I'd be like, yeah, good on you. It's not like Warner Brothers is going to do shit with you. Uh, John, man, the beef between Batista and Marvel is certainly something. I guess you could say once go Zach, you ain't going back, right? I know the set of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be awkward, I think. Uh, let's see. What is this? Uh, and so I'll elaborate a little further. As it currently stands, Blonde is a sexually graphic depiction of Monroe. Netflix has absolutely horrified by the cut Dominic submitted to them, which included a rape scene and a bloody menstrual kind of lingus. Holy crap. They want a new version of the film. Dominic doesn't. The cut Netflix saw caught them completely off guard. They were under the impression that this was an Oscar player when, in fact, it was this vague, obtuse, art house film. Not sure what they expect. Holy shit. Holy shit. So this is why? This is one of the reasons why that blonde with uh, Ana de Armas playing Marilyn Monroe is being delayed. According to industry insiders, Netflix was absolutely horrified by the sexually graphic final cut of Blonde submitted by director Andrew Dominic. They want a new version. Dominic doesn't, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Anybody else? I didn't know this. I remember hearing that it was delayed and I was looking forward to it, but holy shit. So here we go. Netflix is actually going, hey man, you can't do that. <laughs> usually netflix is like do whatever you want but man netflix is going ha ha ha, ha hold on hold on uh, bloody cunnilingus jesus christ oh uh, i mean i mean that might be, that's that yeah that is taking it too far uh a rape scene i mean i mean yeah that does yeah you probably i mean i could see why they would be a little okay but at the same time i'm just kind of going well, if that was part of her story, then, which, you know, let's face it, it definitely was. But at the same time, holy shit, man, that is crazy. That is crazy. Hey, Jose, you're back just in time to talk about Blonde. 
being delayed. And now we're going to have a dominant cut. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. But yeah, so this is apparently uh, the reason why Blonde is. And I was wondering, when was this movie going to be coming out? I, you know, and I feel sorry for Ana de Armas because she was apparently doing a lot of dialogue training and everything when it came to this. And, you know, she looks like a, you know, like a young Marilyn Monroe for sure. It definitely captured the look on her. But man, that is crazy. I did not know this. Did not know that. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when it comes to this movie and what they're going to do. They can't just like they're just going to reshoot the whole freaking thing. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> God. Uh, anyways, not <laughs> this is the whole uh, is the whole bomb thing ever going to happen or did it get dropped? Oh, yeah. The bomb that's supposed to happen. Uh, yeah. No, it hasn't yet. It hasn't. No. Like I said, it's going to, I, who knows? I don't know when it's going to happen, but you know, it's something's going to happen when it comes to another bomb, little bomb dropping kind of thing. Uh, and then, um, a medio. Yeah. You talked about Snyder Cun. Yeah. That's going to be of course in January. Yeah. Uh, there'll be another bomb still going to happen. Definitely going to happen, but it's just, who knows? I don't know when I can't, I couldn't tell you when I could not tell you when, but you know, it's just going to be something that's gonna be like, of course, of course, of course, because, you know, Warner Brothers just, I don't know, they, 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 even though I'm kind of going like, all right, you're giving your directors free range to do shit now. Cool. But at the same time, you guys are still show some respect for some of the past directors as well. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, going to go ahead and wrap this up. What's going on, Andre? Yeah, you're so late. I'm just wrapping it up right now. But I will be doing a members-only stream later. Not later, but right after this. So members, members that are watching, and if members that, you know, if you want to join, hit the join button, become a member, of course, of the channel. Make sure you uh, join, and then, yeah, you can be part of it. I'm going to, and I'll, of course, drop it on your guys' feed, your YouTube feed. So make sure you guys are looking out for that. And you guys can pick my brain for a little bit just like every Tuesday. So do that. Hit that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribed and uh, make sure you uh, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Of course, I got the Patreon. I'm going to start doing something exclusively on Patreon too. Not sure when I'm going to do it, but I do it. I actually dropped something today on Patreon to uh, just show you what things, little things that I'm working on, of course, that I like to do, like to give the patrons. So make sure you check that out. And then of course, merchandise down below all that stuff check out the shirts and all everything and yeah we'll uh we'll do all that so all right guys i'll see you members soon and uh everybody else i'll see you guys tomorrow at the same junkie time same junkie channel all right talk to you later